This is HPR episode 2149 entitled, What is in my pentesting bag? It is hosted by Operat Zero R, and is about 17 minutes long. The summary is, I go over some of the items I use for my technical testing. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. to this episode of Today with a Tech. My name is Robert McCurdy. I'm going to go over, this is going to be part of a quick series. I'm going to quickly go over what's in my bag. Um, I'm kind of a technical vulnerability tester, pen tester, computer guy. So um, I carry a pretty hefty big book bag, but not too heavy. So I'm going to go over what's in here. The first thing I have is uh, a, a pen testing laptop with a solid state drive and 16 gigs of RAM. The second thing I have is a um, MAG Magma laptop stand or DJ stand. So if you're looking for a laptop stand to keep your neck from wanting to fall off, um, I'll put these in the show notes. But uh, basically, it's a little scissor lift type of uh, stand that you put your laptop on, and it will keep you from having the old, uh, you know, uh, Encino Man, Caveman type of bend over apparatus deal. Um, secondly, you know, we've got an additional power brick, of course. Let's see, I've got a, uh, display port, which is kind of like HDMI, um, display port to HDMI converter, which I can plug into a TV at the hotel, so if I put a bunch of stuff on my laptop, I can watch, uh, the TV hotel and plug that in. I also have an additional don't really have a model number on that. Really any uh, display port to HDMI dongle you can get and then just plug it into a standard HDMI port. I have an old, um, next item here is an old Android phone with uh, GPS on it, but the important port is it has offline maps with a program called Copilot and also it has the free one which is called maps.me I think, the uh, kind of open source version of that. The other little thing I like to keep all the time is a, um, I want to say it's a, uh, basically to, to, to plug two network cables into each other. I don't remember the term. So essentially you have one really short network cable and you want to make it longer, or say you're on site and all they have is like tiny patch cables, you can plug two patch cables in together and, and have that. Or... If you find yourself wanting to pull something out of the wall that's short distance and jack into that uh, device, you don't have to have the laptop sitting, you know, hovering over whatever the, the hole is. So you can plug it in, from unplug it from whatever device it is that's too short, that's kind of hanging out of the wall, and then you can plug that into the, the coupler, basically a, a 
Cat5 coupler. Um, of course, I've got some of my stickers in here from my website that I can hand out to randos. Um, some old receipts that I should probably throw away. Um, gum, of course. Uh, plenty of uh, uh, Android-style USB micro, they call it. Um, plenty of long ones of those. And that's just a generic uh, part. Uh, what I have here is a Monster Power to Go for Outlets. So it's called Outlets to Go. Um, outlets is, is one word to go for. And it has four outlets, and it kind of wraps around itself. Um, and it's quite compact. And I think you can also rotate them, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see here. No, they don't rotate. But it's uh, four little outlets. So if you're you know at an airport or something, or you're with some coworkers and there's one hole in the wall and there's some more than you know two devices then you're gonna need this little guy um, I used to use it a fair amount but not so much anymore um, here is a the next item here is a, a lap a, a phone holder and you've probably seen these before they go on your your air conditioning vent and this one is a KENU um, it's white and it has like a little four-prong hand and there's a small space in between one uh, horizontally and if you do it vertically it's a bigger space so what what's important about that is that if you have a vent that's too small or too large for the the space between the your holding apparatus for the for the phone holder um, it's not going to fit. So this one's cool because it has two different sizes of space you can shove inside of an air vent if it's too big or too small. Um, again, that's K-E-N-U, and it's a little phone holder that I use for rental cars because there's never anywhere good to put your, uh, to put your stuff. Um, I also have here a bag of random candies and five-hour energy drinks. Now, that's the off-brand Kirkland brand. You can buy a whole box a giant box of Kirkland brand for nothing. Um, that's a pretty good, good, uh, good thing to have. And then sometimes, if I'm know I'm gonna have a long week, I've, I'll bring the little one ounce bottles of something vodka or whatever, just in case. I'll get some of those. There's actually just one left in there. Um, of course, I've got some sunglasses. Um, I've got a nice, nice mouse to go with my, my laptop stand, which I took a blowtorch to. Um, the, I was not really happy with this razor because it didn't work quite right out of the box, but get you a decent wired mouse is what I like to do. Nobody likes doing testing and then in the middle of testing you, you're losing your shit because you're not have no batteries for your thing. Um, now here's a, the one I had before was a little bit better, but this is a, a wired kind of a laptop keyboard that you can put down on the desk while your laptop is elevated, right? So if you do get the, the you know, any kind of laptop stand, you're going to need to get a, a keyboard with it. So this is a little laptop keyboard. Try to get one that's metal. Um, this one's all plastic. So I, like I said, I did like the other one I had. It's some kind of China thing. There's no model number on it at all. Um, but it, it, it's good. And you have to kind of get used to the keys being offset a little bit from the standard stuff. Um, let's see what else. Actually, I'm wearing some nice um, Sony uh, dual driver headphones. Um, you can do a bit of good, good bit of googling, but um, it's nice to have a decent pair of headphones. And you can make your own uh, using a silicone mix. You can make your own DIY custom earbuds. 
Um, I've got some of those. Um, these to shove in my ears so far, actually, that I don't need to do the custom, the custom job on them. But I'm wearing those in my ears right now to do the recording here. Um, of course, basic toiletries and stuff. Um, I do have some earplugs, the custom earplugs. Um, essentially, that's how you make the custom earbuds, is you get custom earplugs with that silicone mix, and then you uh, shove in the earbuds of your choice, and then you go from there. Um, nothing too interesting in here, keys and stuff. I'm going to put all that away. Um, I generally like to carry a longer, maybe uh, 25-foot patch cable, and then... Um, if I know I'm going to be doing testing with somebody else, I'll, of course I'll carry a small switch and a uh, and another patch cable. All right. So what else I got in here? A auxiliary uh, auxiliary audio cable for your rental cars and or friends and family. If you're on a long trip, you can plug in that auxiliary cable if they don't have Bluetooth. Um, I have a USB to car charger. It's any of those old trashy ones you pick up for free. Um, let's see, was there a model number on that thing that I was just talking about? Just generic, a lot of generic stuff here. Um, USB sticks, of course. I got a USB ducky with a Empire PowerShell payload on it, which is a basically a programmable keyboard. You can have it type stuff. Uh, the other thing I'll say is I got these uh, um, retractable USB micro things. Um, they work pretty good. Cricut brand, I think. Oh, no. L-E... N M A R and the model number is C A M C E R E T. Um, and they're retractable. One of them's GIMP because I probably dropped it or something. The other one works pretty good. Um, and I, I let that sit. Another important one, of course, is my badge. So I've got that. Um, this is a, next here is a umbrella. Um, you want a nice, windproof, non plasticky, shitty. Um, do not get your totes or anything like that. Get you a nice umbrella, man. Um, K-O-L-U-M-B, Clumb. Um, this one's called, like, Windproof or something like that. So get you a nice, sturdy, uh, respectable, portable, small um, thing. Because uh, well, the last thing you want is to be running around somewhere in the rain. And you press the button to, to do your to your umbrella and it shatters into a billion pieces because it's made out of crappy plastic so um, so the last item I'll go on here which is kind of my shenanigans box it's an old box that came the laser came in so it looks like one of those like gun case or something like a little mini gun case anyways um, I bring this with me for wireless assessments or if I'm doing some some kind of physical thing and this has a, a pretty set of standard gear but I'll go through it uh, real quickly um, here's a US uh, keychain based uh, Southern Ordnance lockpick chain uh, lockpick. Um, it essentially has three, three or four picks in it, and then a retention retention wrench, and it's all uh, centered on on one little little keychain. Now I wrap some gaffer's tape around here because I was finding that uh, it's fairly easy to lose that tension wrench because it kind of slides in there. But uh, I'm not very good at lock picking, so I'll leave that up to you guys. Um, again, it's a Southern Ordnance uh, keychain lock pick. Um, I have a really crappy Netgear uh, wireless repeater. Uh, 
N300 Wi-Fi range extender. Um, this works if you're doing kind of a physical testing or you've hopped up a wireless access point and you can kind of program it to extend before you deploy it. So for example, if you find a spot where you can uh, drop a wireless access point and you're going to be outside of that area, you can drop this in between you and the area and it will give you that little whiz that you need um, unofficially. So um, it's, it's not very good at all. I actually had it kicking me off the internet locally here at the house, so I had to tear everything down and get some real wireless. Um, got some of the ubiquity, or not the ubiquity stuff, but the uh, open mesh stuff gear. Just one of those. They're more expensive AP. That's that. And let's see, what else is the more basic stuff I have in here? It's pretty much it. A uh, small patch cable that goes with this thing. So here's a TP-Link. What is the model number? TL-MR3040. And this is the pin test drop box known as Mini Poner. Um, it's also known as Rutabaga, spelled funny. Um, you can pick it up at Ace Hackware. Um, the, the cool thing about the Ace Hackware Rutabaga is that um, it comes with a like an 8 gig uh, USB boot, and it has the image on there, and it's all idiot proof, and you can actually um, turn it into a pineapple, or the it has a pineapple mode, and it has a uh, a standard um, mini poner mode. Um, I found that the mini poner mode was more for you know the the, the hardcore guy that wants it whatever. Um, you can actually add full support for the the pineapple um, full plug-in support by changing a, a few config items um, out of the box so it's, it's, it's pretty nice uh, again it's got um, different Wi-Fi wi switches you can set to but it's a it's a basically a um, idiot proof mini poner slash pineapple that you can get from Ace Hackware and of course that comes with a um, um, uh, Wi-Fi onboard and a battery and also a um, Ethernet port on it. Power and network for that. Now let's see. The next thing I have is the Uber Tooth, which I haven't been able to do much with. I've been doing some reconnaissance, and there's also a, uh, a Bluetooth sniffing. There's also a, a um, basically an analyzer a base level analyzer called, I think it's called a GDK scan or something like that, but it's it's all part of the, uh, on the notes for the Ubertooth or one that has a scanner, uh, like a Wi-Fi scanner in it. Basically it'll show you graphical view of the Wi-Fi. Um, let's see, USB to uh, USB to USB micro converter. Um, here's the SDR stuff. It's the really cheap one that will do the low lower frequency for um, basic SDR. DVB dash T plus DAB plus FM. Um, and you can do the I don't know what the frequency is up to, but there's hacks where people are like overclocking it and like rub putting like putting uh heat sinks on it and making it do the higher frequency stuff and it comes with like a really shitty antenna um but I'm, i was actually able to p pick up 
um, the trucking line for our local uh, police department and kind of could sort of half listen to some conversations. Um, let's see. We have a, the crazy radio PA dongle that is used for a program called, um, well, essentially it's part of the mouse jack. If you haven't Googled that, it's pretty interesting. But uh, there's a piece of software called Jacket, which essentially automates the injection of uh, wireless keyboards um, or mouse dongles for, for that. So essentially what it does is it injects keyboard commands into your mouse dongle, which is kind of ridiculous, right? So the the idea is there, you, you run this and you sniff packets from all the wireless uh, mice, and you kind of go in an S pattern, and then you stand in the middle of the cubes and launch your payload like two or three times, and um, make it an empire payload or maybe a passive payload that says just email this person at thecompany.com and you can get a pretty decent uh, hit based on that. That's kind of outside of the standard wireless spectrum you would you would think of. And then I have really old alpha here, the AWUS036H card. Um, I actually had a coworker buy a new one, this new hotness, and it had two, you had to have two input for it, I guess, because of the N or the, the, the dual band or something. Anyways, it needed two extra power, and it was acting kind of wonky. So I enjoy the original old-school alphas because... Excuse me, still early in the morning here. Original old-school alphas because everything works, and I can use air crack, and it actually just works out of the box. I don't have to worry about it a whole lot. So that's all my goodies inside of there. I don't think there's much that I'm missing. There might be a few key items that um, I don't... I haven't put in here that I should. But the main one is that laptop stand, keyboard, mouse, um, and the display port dongle. Those are the big ones because um, you don't want to have your neck get, getting out and blown out and being hunched over the keyboard for, for hours on end. But anyways, if you uh, have a spare minute and have something to contribute um, or something, anything, uh, record an episode. It's not hard. You get to do it through your phone and have... Uh, horrible quality just like this. Have a good one. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license. Thank you.